Hey, it's Mandy. Welcome to the Savvy Story Sharers podcast. And we're going to talk about books and writing books and sharing your story. And I'm here to help you to make that transition from a wannabe author to author to growing your business to being the woman that people look up to as a leader in her industry, as a leader in her community, and as somebody who's come through fire and rebuilt herself into this amazing woman who supports, guides, mentors, and just generally wants the best for her people. So that is what I do. And we're going to dive in on the podcast and I'm going to share with you the behind the scenes, the not so nice and the really, really shiny of writing a book and what it means to you and your business to take you to five figures and beyond. Today I want to touch on dealing with and healing from your trauma and how it's actually a daily journey and one which most people don't understand, especially those around someone who's been through trauma. They expect someone to come through almost like a way of dealing with grief and eventually come back to being normal. And even with grief, it's the same thing. It's learning to live with it on a, on a daily basis and doing the best you can and moving forward and learning to deal with and heal from the experience you've been through. So I found that this was something that was really, um, well, stepping up for me in my own life recently, because I happened to see a quote by Gabor Mate, and I'd like to share it with you. It says, the essence of trauma is a disconnect from the self. Therefore, the essence of healing is not just uncovering one's past, but reconnecting with oneself in the present. And I read that a couple of weeks ago, and it just sat there in the back of my mind. And I kept coming back to it, and I kept thinking about it, and in chatting with people who've been through trauma or grief, it kept coming up that there is this disconnect between the past and the self, and how learning to do that again is part of the journey. Now, for me, if you don't know about my story, There's a lot of sexual abuse, a lot of emotional, mental abuse that I've had to deal with. And for me, I didn't realize the mental and emotional abuse needed to be healed just as I had to help my physical body heal. And I first became aware of the mental side of healing and taking care of my mental space when I got my first one-to-one coach. In the beginning, I thought she would just help me with business strategy. In fact, that's what I said to her. I just need a business strategy. And she said... The first time we connected and chatted, you broke down and cried. I've never had someone do that before. I think there's something that you've been dealing with or covering up that you need to deal with. And now I felt really scared and ashamed because I had had a very painful past and I was scared that now it was going to make me weak or that maybe she would be feeling that I wasn't coachable and she would, you know, pull away. And um, I was feeling very ashamed. But the more we got going with things the more it became very evident and very clear that I needed to focus on myself. I needed to work on my mental and emotional feelings. And she gave me the task of journaling for six weeks and doing nothing but journaling for six weeks. And if you've seen me talk about this before, it's something that I do often talk about. It was one of the most challenging times I've ever been through because I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to focus on myself. I, I felt like I could help others, not myself. And if you've heard the saying, you know, you can't give from an empty cup, that's precisely what I was doing. 
I was continually giving to others and just ignoring myself, ignoring myself in any possible way and just pretending that everything was okay. And that works for a long time. You can keep going and saying, yes, everything's okay. But eventually that starts to build up and, and sort of take over the thought processes a little bit. So I was just in survival mode, going through the motions and trying to get through the day. So when I was having those six weeks off, because I wasn't allowed to do any sort of social media work, emails, anything. I had the chance to start reconnecting. And it was a very scary process, I found. But in the end, it served me so well. I came back after those six weeks and I wrote a book. It was one of the easiest books I've ever written. And it felt so much fun. It felt so easy. It felt fun. It felt... Like, I wasn't even working, to be honest. It was one of the most enjoyable experiences I've ever had. And I was like, right, I know what I need to do. I need to do some journaling. I need to meditate. I need to stay in this this positive vibe. And I thought that would be it. I thought that was what I needed to do. But again, I slipped back into that survivor mode. It just became another to-do list item that I had to tick off. When I started working on my own book, my own life story, Miracle Rising... This problem, this lack of connection read itself again. And I said, but I'm doing the things. I'm doing the journaling. I'm doing what I need to do. Why isn't it working? It wasn't working because I wasn't feeling it. I was just writing in my journal. I wasn't feeling the emotions. I wasn't allowing myself to feel the emotions. I was just going through the motions and getting on with my day and saying, right, I did my journaling, I did my meditations, I did my social media, I did my emails, whatever it was I had to do, it was just going through the motions rather than really getting down and into those feelings and expressing them. So that taught me a really big lesson and it made me realize that in healing or coping with any trauma, it is going to be a daily journey, but it has to be intentional. It can't become just a survivor mode, run-of-the-mill through the motions type act. There must be some sort of actual intent behind what you do. Whether you choose to do a meditation or to visualize or to pray or to do readings, whatever it is that you choose to do, it needs to be with intent. So I really wanna share five tips from this experience that I feel will really make the most of dealing with and healing from your trauma in a way that is conducive to actually moving forward and really healing those scars, not just putting a band-aid on, but really getting to the source or the root of the pain and moving forward in a healthy way. So the first tip I'd like to share is about accepting it's a daily activity. Now, for me, I hadn't really accepted it. It just became another to-do list item and I like pen and paper things. I was really happy to go tick, 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 done. My day is complete. But there wasn't any intent behind it. I wasn't really doing it because I wanted to do it. It was just like, well, you got to get your day done and it's on the list, so let's just get it done. There wasn't an acceptance that this would now be part of my life, that this was something that I needed to do to stay healthy. So I had to really lean into acceptance. I found that very challenging and you might too and just know that that's okay. Number two, surround yourself with support. 
Now, this was huge for me, and I still learn on a daily basis, it's okay to have support. It's okay to reach out, and it doesn't make you weak. That was the biggest thing for me, was realizing that when you're supported, it doesn't mean you're weak, it means that you're strong. I don't know why, but I had this vision that when you get support, it means that in some way you're weak. It was almost like a building that, you know, is sort of leaning over, and then you just prop it up with supports to, you know, keep it safe and sturdy and upright and that's sort of the picture that I had about seeking support was the fact that I myself was weak and I had to really work through that and accept that I was not weak I just needed support to help me move through things and that makes me even stronger because of the reaching out to other people and getting them on board and getting them to help me work through and move my life forward and my business by extension so number three find your daily practice so your daily practice can and will depend on what your life is like. Maybe it involves prayer. Maybe it involves visualization. Maybe it involves journaling. Maybe it involves doing a combination of the above. Or maybe it involves just going for a walk or sitting in silence. There are so many things you can do to get into that state of internally going into yourself and examining and moving through any feelings, any thoughts that you have to come away feeling calm, refreshed, aligned, connected, any of the th what words you want to use to bring yourself to that state of connectedness. And then number four is gratitude. As you heal, you open up and you share your story. And gratitude about being able to do that is a huge part. You need to be able to, to thank yourself for doing that because whatever your story is it's a story to share whether someone's like oh i've heard this 10 times and there are some people like that or whether you do it for the first time or you're sharing it for the 10th time and someone says oh this is i've never heard this before thank you for sharing and you're like you know i've shared this like so many times on social media and you haven't seen it and you've seen it now and you know you start to wonder about that but then in that moment it's like i'm so grateful i am so proud that i can still share this story and i can still you know, it can still impact people. I've actually had this experience this week. I reshared a post in a Facebook group where I've shared it a few times and I got a lot of response to it and I was really surprised and it just reminded me. It reminded me to be grateful, to know that I can share stories and they can touch people and inspire them. And number five is confidence and self-worth growing in you. In the beginning, you might not really feel very confident or that your self-worth is there. Or you might feel very confident and very self-worthy, but the more you dive deep, you realize that is a mask. And you need to deal with that mask and deal with what is going on underneath so you can, you can actually stand up and really feel confident and self-worthy in your own skin. It changes with people and with time. But a lot of the times we don't even realize that our confidence is low or our self-worth has been, in my case, demolished. And we really need to work through that and get ourselves on a, on a level playing field again with ourselves where we can look in the mirror and say, I love this person that I see. If you're looking for a journaling practice or something to get you to get into that state of connectedness and alignedness with yourself, the Writing to Heal course might be right up your alley. It covers three areas, your purpose, your passion, and your message, and it's got journal prompts to cover all three, and it's a six-week course, which you can do over and over again, 
as well as having an assessment chart to help you see what areas you need to work on and keep yourself in check to being the highest, most aligned version of yourself. So check the show notes out for a link to that if you're interested. It will really be helpful. And also remember that this is a daily journey. Some days are going to be easier than others. And some days you might really just have to go through the motions and start again fresh the next day. There's no judging yourself like, oh, I didn't journal today. You haven't failed. There's no failure there. Life just happens. It's about being as consistent as you can and allowing yourself to love yourself for that consistency and giving yourself some grace because sometimes we can be our own worst enemy. So I look forward to helping you and seeing what comes up as you're dealing with and healing from your trauma. And if you've got any questions about this or you want to chat with me, look at the links in the show notes and I can't wait to chat with you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I would love it if you would leave me a review and let me know how this podcast has inspired you. If you want to go further and work together, the links to do that are in the show notes. I look forward to hearing from you and helping you take your story and your book to the next level to create the life, the freedom, and the business that you desire. Because I know that you are a savvy story sharer.